Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, it's that time for That TikTok Hobbyist. I'm your host, as always, Dave, and today we got a nice little casual conversation for you. I had the chance to sit down and, for an hour, chit-chat with my buddy, MTG Cranium. You may know him from around TikTok as the premier king of the slivers so i hope you guys enjoy the episode and uh quite honestly it was done really late at night so if i seem to be a little bit loopy as well uh just understand that that's pretty much going to be the baseline of every single episode because sometimes uh people's availability is a lot different than my availability so i try to so i do everything i can on my end to accommodate around their busy life schedule but before we get into that as always let's do a few shout outs for all you out there on the internet do you have a favorite magic the gathering commander that you're just looking to show off to your friends maybe you can't afford that really highly expensive uh, oil slick foil or that judge promo version of it. But what you can afford for your money and the quality that you're going to get from it is a premium custom laser engraved proxy of your very own commander. And you can get that at Dark Side Designs. Frank has been doing fantastic work. He has been skyrocketing all over the internet on TikTok. And if you haven't seen his stuff, Go ahead and check them out. That's at dark period side period designs period. Tell them Dave sent you and you will not be disappointed. But maybe that's not your shtick. Maybe you like cracking packs. And if that's the case, go over and check out Unique Finds or at Thratosphere on TikTok. He's got packs from newer sets, older sets, premium sets, and he's got it available for you to browse on the TikTok shop. So go ahead and check him out. That's at Thratosphere. It's exactly in how it sounds. And again, tell them Dave sent you. And if you just so happen to live in the New York Capital Region area, there is a little shop that I would like to point you in the right direction for quality of games, quality of cards, and the quality of the community. And that is Flights to Games and Hobbies, located at 381 Sand Creek Road. Everything from premium old product and singles all the way up to the newest and greatest stuff that's on the market today, along with a slew of other games and hobby accessories. So go ahead and check them out. That's Flights to Games and Hobbies on 381 Sand Creek Road, located in the Capital Region. And with all of that out of the way, let's go ahead and get right into it. I really hope you enjoy it. As I stated before, my guest today is none other than MTG Cranium, community crowned king of the Sliver Hive. First off, I just want to say it's great to have you back on the platform, but how the hell are you, dude? I have been good. I had to take a small little kind of refocus, mental health kind of uh, break, but I think that honestly is like essential for, you know, any type of content creator. Not even that, content creator, just life in general. Sometimes you just need to relax kind of take it back a little bit and just figure out some you know stuff in your head and then once you get back to square one boom let's get back at it baby oh dude like I'm, I'm right there with you i'm right there with you i feel like that it's almost there. every single day <laughs> right i mean it's just like you know and and honestly not a lot of people whether it be your job or or whatever situation you got going on no one really you have your friends like you know I, I call on you 
just like you call on me for for certain things about just hey how you doing you know simple simple stuff like that checking on your friends mental health is super important nowadays and i think people forget about that we kind of get lost in in the world if you will just all the bs going on and we just don't know how to take it back and just kind of go okay relax <laughs> just just <laughs> ch- just take it down a notch you know just uh, right. just relax it's gonna be okay <laughs> It's going to be fine. <laughs> it's going to be all right. Don't worry about it. We're here. Just uh, right. you know, grab yourself a cup of coffee and uh, don't get too much of a jitters. You know? <laughs> right. <laughs> and if you need a Red Bull, you know, I heard it gives you wings, but at the same time, don't. Oh, count. my God. If you heard the last episode, I literally had gone through like a huge 20 ouncer when I was talking to Big Dan. And holy oh, crap, dude, you could tell I was still out of it because I was just dead tired. I was so out of that episode. I'm so I'm having like flashbacks of just like, oh, my God, I just felt cringy on that one. <laughs> It's always fun when that happens, man. Uh, hey, you know what? That's when the best kind of content could be out there. Because you know what? You're putting yourself out there, and you may not be at 100%, but if you at least let the audience know ahead of time, they're not going to be so surprised, and you can kind of just like let your hair down, or in my case, lack of hair. <laughs> so, um, you know what? I don't care what anybody says, bald is beautiful, baby. Hey, I mean, that's why I got to shave my head almost twice every single other day because it just grows in way too quickly for all the balding spots around uh, the hair. It's just it, it comes in in patches now. When you get to the age that I'm at, you don't even get to have a normal haircut for balding. No, it's just like <laughs> <laughs> like you literally like, have hey, a I'm, patch I'm on here, the back of my not. head. It, oh, yeah. It's just... <laughs> It's bad. Don't get old, kids. It's just, it's bad for you. Um, you know, as I like to say, once you turn 30, that check back and check knee light come on real freaking fast. Uh, <laughs> you, uh, you're going to get a small indicator uh, as you get closer to 40, like I'm at, because I'm knocking on mm-hmm. a door, and your body just goes even further downhill. Your metabolism goes literally into the Earth's core. Your body, all the injuries that you've ever had in your life just knock on that door and go uh hey hey what's going on bud um remember when you fell well when you were carrying a huge ass computer yeah i got you now you can't use that knee no more hey remember when you got into those fights and your fists no they're not working half as much so now you have arthritis right just wait till it gets cold bitch (laughs) oh my god i'm literally wrapped up in blankets at that point but um I'm just wondering on this because I know I'm not the only one who is going to be possibly looking to ask this question, but we've known each other for a while and we've never really spoke about, or at least I haven't heard anything else. I'm sure you did a video about it, but what, where did you come from when it comes down to approaching the platform as the so-called sliver king ah so um i just so happened to stumble upon mtg tiktok about almost it was about two and a half years ago now something okay. like that uh i was a scroller i was a silent watcher but nothing i mean you know obviously you had the bigger accounts on there that you watched and this and that and i forget to do uh, for, i forget all the original people that i was watching but I started making silly little videos here and there, and 
I was going to start a series with, I started with a, a video with my buddy Charles where he does Muay Thai and I was going to do this series about like, Hey, I'm walking with my buddy. And I was like, yeah, man, no, I heard this guy wants to fight and he's bringing me. Okay. No, that's fine. Yeah. Let's, let's go, man. Let's go. And then it would cut <laughs> to a video of just some ridiculous martial artist. In his case, he was doing something from Dragon Ball Z. Okay. He had the full out outfit on and he, he is a nerd. Just like me, grew you know, pretty much grew up with the dude in church back in the day, um, and so and then it would cut back to me being like, "Yeah, no, you're on your own on this one, man. Like, uh, have a good day. I'll talk to you later, and don't don't get <laughs> your shit kicked in." And then one day, uh, TikTok just so gracefully gave me MTG TikTok, and there was a couple videos, and I was like, "Wait, I you know, I I've I've put down the cards for a long time. They were sitting." in my house in this comcast bag one of those gray old bags that they would bring the equipment and i was like you know what i have not played this game in a long long time i'm gonna pull the cards out i'm gonna look at my decks that i have which were just absolute trash uh, because <laughs> i wasn't i wasn't really taught that well the way i was taught was hey here's some cards this does this this does this and uh yeah let's play and we just we had a pot at our at our house, me and my roommates, and we'd all get drunk and you know do the stupid stuff in your twenties, uh, and just play magic for hours on end and just have a good time chilling. It was the gathering, you know that was that's what drew me in. But so, anyways, you know I started making this and that, and then I made my first sliver video. And funny enough, my first sliver video was actually based off of a true story that happened with the guy that taught me the game. Oh. Um. It was uh, a standard uh, deck mm. or modern, if you will, where you know you can have four copies of, yep. of each card if you want to and stuff like that, besides basic land. And so he had this Minotaur deck that was just absolutely brutal, and I hated playing against it. And he would always offer his decks, being like, hey, if you want to play this one or this one or whatever. And so I was like, all right, yeah, you know, let me play your Minotaurs. And he's like, oh, man, you know. I said, ah, you know, don't be a bitch. Fucking let me play your Minotaurs. Play against him. He was like, all right, man. Yeah, no play my Minotaurs. And I absolutely dog-walked him in that game. And I got a little too cocky about it. And this is where the introduction of Slivers came to me. Uh -huh. Because he, he just kind of looked at me and said, run that one back. <laughs> and so <laughs> he, he grabbed his Sliver deck and just completely... I mean, it's an understatement saying when he obliterated my ass. Like, I just, I couldn't keep up with it. The synergy was too high, and I wasn't even, like, salty at the game. I was more amazed. Like, wait, every time he dropped, you know, gem hide, wait, that does what? Mm -hmm. Oh, wait, no, that that does what? You know, uh, pulmonic, <laughs> wait, that gives him flying, and I can't freaking, what? Like, it was just, it was mind-blowing to me, and I was like, I, I gotta play him. So... After that, he would come over and I'd be like, bro, let me, let me play your slivers. Let me play your slivers. Let me play your slivers. And you got this kind of... You got hooked real yeah, quick. Yeah, I, I absolutely got hooked into... Well, before all that, that's another... We'll we'll get into that in a second. But yeah, I got absolutely hooked. I'd always ask him if I could play him. And that's actually where my second video came with slivers was the one, I whoop everybody ass in this bitch, right? Because I just <laughs> thought if I had slivers, I was going to molly whop everybody. Mm -hmm. well, for the most part, they did. I didn't win them all, but, you know, they, they did their thing. And so whenever I was trying to build my own decks and this, I think I made a Simic whatever. That's where I was introduced to Master Biomancer. 
Profit of crew picks that which unban that shit in Commander. I'm sorry, yeah, there's too please, much removable. Wizards, if you ever listen to the show, which by the way, two things. One, what the hell are you doing? I, I'm not that important. In fact, I I, I hate your universes beyond. The, but that's besides the point. Yes, take that off the ban list. We don't need that rules committee. All right, please help us out, or at least give us a nice functional reprint. Right, is something like if you took away the uh, what is it? Because untapping that every you can already have a card for that. But when you can play any spell, it say it's only creature spells during your opponent's turn. You can play creature spells at flash, not any spell. Mm-hmm. Then you wouldn't have 50-minute turns from the Simic player going, oh, wait, I'm going to do this. Oh, wait, oh, okay, now your turn. <laughs> you know, I understand because I had it stolen from me in a game. But anyways, I just was getting frustrated with the game. I was getting really over it. You know, I couldn't build anything viable. I was always losing, and I was really getting down on it. And so my buddy goes, you know what? And he pulls out the sliver deck and he goes, here, you love them so much. I hardly ever play them. Uh, You can have them and, you know, make them your own type of thing. And so I I was like, I was like, "Uh, what, dude, this what? He goes, no, dude, you love them. He goes, I am going to warn you, though, before you start down this road, (laughs) you will be the target number one whenever you play that first sliver on the on the table. And I said, bring it. And sure shit, <laughs> every time I brought the sliver deck out, I was target number one. And yeah, that's how it came about. The videos did great. And, you know, I just decided, I was like, you know what? I don't see a lot of people talking about these things. And I am going to be that guy that advocates for them because they're all oh, sliver suck or are there bugs or this or that. Like, mm-hmm. like, honestly, it's like calling... You know, I'm a Denver Bronco fan. It's like calling a Denver Bronco fan a pony fan. Like, a oh, real freaking original. Oh, they're bugs. Here's some spray. Like, See, when it, when it comes up. down to it, you can't really take what the mass majority thinks because, right. as, as I'm sure you're well aware, it's going to be a smattering of people who are rational thinkers and will just go, right. okay, well, that's your opinion. You know, you may like them. I may not like them. But... You know, right. I respect it. And then you have right. the darker side of every hobby. It doesn't matter what. And they just shit all over everything. They'll just go at it. Like, almost... It almost seems like is if... It's like a cult uh, mentality, in a way. Right. So, right. And it's kind of scary at points. So, honestly... <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I've had my I've had my instances with it. I'm sure you've had multiple instances of seeing the the darker side of it, this mm-hmm. hobby as well. So and and understandably so, you gotta just kind of keep with your guns and just respectfully go. Hey, you know this might be my thing. It may not be your thing, but right. just understand if you, if it's not your thing, I respect you for it. Just uh, right. just you know be be respectful, be kind. Right. And and that's what I that's what I always do. Like when when certain people have come out being like, "Oh, sliver players," when they generalize it, right? Yeah. When they bring all of the sliver fandom, which is huge, by the way, um, it, it it bugs me because it's like you're me. I got tough skin. You can come at me all you want. You can you can shit talk me. You can do whatever it is you feel necessary to clear your conscience or make you sleep at night. I work in construction, so, like, we're up there pretty high with, like, being able to talk shit back. Like, if you dish it, 
we're going to dish it right back at you. But, um, yeah, when you generalize it, that's when I'm like, well, I feel like, you know, this is it, not everyone's like me. Not everyone can just take it on the chin and be like, man, that's that's a hard you hit. Like, <laughs> you know, and so that's when I, I kind of feel like I got to step in and be like, yo, like, talk to me. Don't don't talk crap about everyone, because that's just wrong in every sense. You know, when you generalize anything uh, or stereotype anything, it's just wrong. It's like. No, it's the individual. It's not the masses. So, so you know, I've, I've go huh? ahead. <laughs> Sorry, I, oh, I, you. <laughs> I have, I have had my run-ins. Okay, uh, some that are playful banter back and forth, and we've actually become pretty good friends. Some that I regret even giving the time of day. If you know, you know. <laughs> yeah, and uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He, he who shall not be named. Mm. Um, <laughs> indeed <laughs> and <laughs> so yeah man you know I, i'm all about with my followers and my my you know the mtg community i love the mtg community we're all a bunch of chaotic spicy neurodivergent just hooligans out there and let's be honest mtg tiktok is oh look what i have it's a big game of uh a show and tell Yep. Like, check out this combo I did, or look at my deck, or, you know, oh, I had this interaction. It's it, it's fun, but we all have this common thing that we like to play this game. And it's all done different stuff for us, you know? Like, it's helped us in some way, shape, or form, and, and it's a beautiful thing. And that's what I love about this and the gathering portion of it. I've always been a big, you know, magic is magic, but the gathering, that's the most important right there it's like you know i i met you on this app and i i met up just a bunch of freaking awesome people who i consider pretty good friends now and i hope i'm still on here i'm okay i am sorry my phone went dark you're, you're fine i can hear you just fine I, i've met some really awesome people and like i talked to my wife about it i was like oh yeah my buddy you know out east or my buddy in missouri or my buddy in texas or my buddy in utah or you know this guy and she's just like god it's like you know everyone and like somebody in each state and i was like that's what it's done this community is beautiful and we're all diverse and we're all our own people whether you sell proxies or crack open packs or make stupid memes about slivers all the time you know <laughs> it doesn't matter you're bringing something to the table and hey. and that's the that's the beautiful part about it hey sometimes you just need a little meme time in your life jacksepticeye has proven that more than one occasion so by you doing right. it for mtg with slivers i think it's a win-win situation and i'm pretty sure there's a bunch of people who's going to listen to this episode and feel the same way so for from them as a representative of the your audience as well as admirers i'm being one of them thank you for being you and doing what you do Thank you, sir. And I, I appreciate you having me on here and being able to, you know, just shoot the ship and talk about that. And and to the people that are listening to this podcast, if you're even considering making content, do it. Don't think about it. Just do it. Don't be afraid to put yourself out there like, you know, you're not in front. Of, you are essentially in front of the world, but you're not in front of the world. You're just in front of your phone or you're in front of your computer. Or you're in front of that. Pretend nobody's there. And just be your genuine self and and be consistent with what you do. And all of a sudden, you'll see that 
the natural growth that comes from your followers because numbers are just numbers if people are searching for numbers you know oh i have to have this amount of numbers to be happy or this is you know numbers are infinite if if numbers are what's going to make you happy you're never going to be happy get that following with people of similar interests and similar thought process and and build that community around it and then just enjoy your time do it for fun whatever if you want to make money off it yeah, cool if you want to do it for shits and gigs like i do do it you will not regret it and just make that first step and you're going to find a beautiful place and when it comes down to the other side that be the trolls the haters and all that just understand this all right this is the most basic a piece of advice i can be able to give you is mm -hmm. don't let whatever crap is coming out of their mouths deter you from doing what you're doing as long as you are not hurting yourself or hurting right. others with your message right. or your content then right. do you because not everybody's going to get along with everybody now right. if people know i got a i got a long line of people who don't like me and that's mm -hmm. fine i you know what i'm not going to throw that back out there because you know why it's not worth my time and if they're going to nitpick and talk crap about me all the time then okay you know that's that's their business that's their time they're gonna take out of their right. life to do that for me uh, makes no sense for me to make a response makes no sense for me to even worry about it anymore i used to worry about it but then right. i had to come to that realization that really it, it doesn't matter because right. if you if you're worried about being everybody's friend don't go on the internet <laughs> that's like right. that's like the first thing just don't do it that's like right, worst just, thing. just stay off the internet altogether. Just don't do it. Yeah, just just tur throw away your phone. You know, disconnect the wireless. Everything you can be able to get away from it because no matter. Or move what, to the woods. You know, yeah. get a cabin. Just isolate yourself. Just get don't away because the, the internet me. is not for the uh, the faint of heart. I mean, don't tempt me. I've had a couple of times where I just wanted to get out of the woods just to be able to enjoy uh, some peace and quiet because, holy crap, right. things are just too loud okay. these days. <laughs> you know, and grounding is a good thing. That's that's a whole other topic and oh, getting yeah. on to that. But, you know, you definitely, the, the whole go touch grass, no, fucking do it. <laughs> <laughs> do it. <laughs> so being as how you kind of molded this persona, we're going to say, this this Sliver King persona and kind of used your uh, talents to actually boost to quite a, a large level. You know, I've always seen you always in a positive light, always pushing that positivity and, and literally rooting for the big and the small creators and mm -hmm. always being a good voice for that. Now, have you ever thought about maybe taking it a step forward and maybe going, yeah, hey, maybe, maybe I'll do some streaming. You know, maybe I'll start investing, putting in a rig, getting a microphone and just, you know, jumping on Twitch or even TikTok live and just showing you playing like arena or any other video game and just chilling and hanging out. Uh, you know, it's, it's funny that you mentioned that because me and a good friend of mine, um, heir to Phyrexia, I know you know him because oh, we yeah. played in Bob together. Um, we were actually talking about possibly down the line, uh, I have to wait until I move uh, to actually set up a whole, because I'm just in a room right now. I, I have my little creator corner that I do my stuff in. But actually starting like 
a podcast like once a month, hmm. you know, and kind of kind of like what you're doing, um, inviting guests every once in a while. And, and really, it's just going to be about, all right, magic talk and, and OK, what's the next set coming out? What are you most looking forward to? And, you know, oh, hey, I found this janky combo and I'm going to explain how it works or, you know even having like a hey we're doing this for new players we're going to teach you the simple fundamentals of the game and this is how you do it and these are the steps and if you're looking to start here's your avenues to go down um starting a little podcast like that um uh, still in development so you know keep it on the hush oh shit we're on a podcast right now son of a bitch son of a the, the so, secret's um, out guys secret's out right, all right yeah we're gonna have to cut the episode we don't know how we're gonna you do it, it. <laughs> Let's set up or no. Um and gotcha. and doing something like that. And then um, you know, I what I've kind of been a little known for is to challenge certain people or if someone challenges me and I find oh, you know, like you know, I did it with Jake that first time when he yep. he openly challenged me on TikTok and I said, you know what? I've had to deal with goblins so much, I'm I'm gonna take the Cranko player down. And we were both getting back into the game type of thing. So it was sloppy, it was messy, but it was still a whole lot of fun. Um, you know, doing that, doing live matches. Uh, Are, aren't you doing a live in, match with Krinko soon? I think possibly. I remember saying. I, I, I mean, I, I saw an advertisement. Yeah, I don't think you can really hide that, considering the advertisement has been made by Krinko that right. he's going to be in the same pod with you, Mr. Mm -hmm. Eric Tephyrexia, and one other. Who's that one other? Oh, oh I think his name is uh, um, Mook Dubs. Mook Dubs, yes. And that should be next Friday. Um, still got to kind of run it by the wife, but I don't think uh -oh. she's going to have a problem with it. And it all depends on if I'm working or not because, ah, okay. you know, Black Friday, uh, it's yeah. we're in the middle of the slow season. But if work comes, then, hey, I got to do it, you know. Yeah, but, especially. You no, know, and. And it really is like a I I want to I want to play against Mook I want to play against really badly against Cranko because he was one of the first like big creators that followed me back and I was like oh my god this is freaking cool you know type of stuff and I've I've much respect if Cranko's listening to this brother I have respected you since day one like you do the damn thing and what you stand for and who you are as a person respect the hell out of you same with Mooks. Same with Air to Phyrexia, you know, like these are these are guys that I've kind of mooks I've talked to a little bit. I'd like to get them to know them a little bit more. I know we share a, a first name with each other, so that's kind of cool. And, you know, similar, similar interest in music and we play Magic the Gathering. Plus, I want him to teach and you as well. You've already kind of dabbled into that with the pods we've been in. But CDH, I'm getting close uh, to it. I have a few decks that are higher powered. I actually just made another one, which is a uh, common CDH partner deck, Boros. Okay. Yeah, Rograk, son of Roga, and Arden, intrepid archaeologist. Ah, okay, that's a good. Vol that's a good combination. Vol Voltron fun, or uh, yeah, Voltron fun and and uh, sneaky. There's about three different sneaky commanders in there that I can use, but um, yeah. You know, have you ever thought about I, maybe seeing if there's any CEDH or tournaments around in your area, and maybe trying your your luck and uh, seeing how how you how you fare against that kind of matchups? I I have, and there is one uh, that's pretty fairly close, about thirty five minutes away from me, um, in the next town over. But I have not 
uh, gone fully into that just yet because some of my decks have proxies in them, and I know with sanctioned events and doing stuff like that, you have to have a real card, no, which no, I'm... No, 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 not entirely, not entirely. And, and just to give you an example of this, um, yeah. coming this Sunday, which I haven't really posted anything about it on TikTok or anything, so this will be the first oh. time you're ever hearing it. Um, this Sunday, I'm participating in a local CEDH tournament, and the prize... If I win, is a foil full art jeweled lotus. Ooh, the new yeah. one from Commander Masters. I think so. Um, and if it happens to be the older one, which is like the three hundred dollar one, uh, I still plan on doing the same thing. And that is, I'm going to turn around if I win, and this is only if I win, and you're going to be a witness mm -hmm. to that. Mm -hmm. I'm going to put it up as a five k reward. At, if I get to five thousand followers, I will give that away. Very nice. To one of you know, followers. and 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 that foil new, if it is the Commander Masters one, that one's a that one's a pretty penny too. I think it's mm -hmm. sitting at like two twenty, two thirty, or something like that right now. Three eighty from when I last Ooh. checked for the Commander Masters one. For actually, no, the Commander Masters one is the most recent one I believe we're referring to, right? Yeah. Okay. No. Yeah, that's uh, the <laughs> kind of distorted looking one, but it's yeah, super freaking yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, that one is not the 381. Uh, the older version is. The newest one is like at 150. Oh, okay. I thought I saw it at like 220. I was looking. It, it kind of uh, down a little 200. bit, unfortunately. Yeah. But even I mean, even so, that's still a pretty penny for yeah. something that looks really dope. And I'm sure for any collector looking to own one or at least get their hands on one this would be a nice little tip of the hat now like i have a normal one and uh i'm gonna let you know i'm a basic bitch i'm fine with it <laughs> in fact i'm the guy who walks into his local shop going uh do you have this most expensive card and i mean by most expensive i mean give me the most bratted beat up crinkled one you have right it, yeah, it doesn't matter if it's, you know, damaged, you know, heavily played, lightly played, near mint, it's still the card. Damn right. And it's going to go into the deck and it, or go into a binder and it's going to sit there. And, and and when I make proxies, I have an entire group of people, all of my CDH players that I play with on a normal basis, who knows right. if I come in and I come in with a deck full of proxies, I don't get even a glare. I don't get a, a side glance, no nothing, because they know that I went and took my time to get the cards. Right. And even if I didn't, they wouldn't have cared. That's the kind right. of healthy environment that I have. But for just to throw it out there, there are tournaments, and to get back to our point, that mm -hmm. are 100% proxy uh, friendly. And they right. will have you actually invite it to be able to play because they want people to be able to come in. They want people to be able to have the freedom to enjoy the game for what it is because they understand not everybody's going to be able to do uh, afford dual lands or even just right. a mana crypt. So right. just as long as you make a legible proxy, and I know Falcor can make a whole bunch of proxies for you, not to mention, mm -hmm. like, I got a basic premise that you can find on TikTok that shows you how to do it yourself, that right. it, I, it's not a not a bad thing to be able to at least try. So if I were you, I would at least just take, you know, do a little inquiry. Just ask some okay. questions. Okay. I'll have to do that then. That does sound, because I do, I used to go my old LGS, which is about an hour. It's a place called Cor uh, Corey's Card Shop in Sacramento. Anybody listening to this, if you're in the Northern California area, go give that place a look. 
the the people there are amazing the owner's amazing i have always loved that place i used to live right around the corner from it so it was not but a thing for me to just walk my ass on over there and be like what's this car do what's this car do and he was so patient with me i cannot advocate for that place enough but um i do want to get back into playing and and going to the lgs and and being amongst people rather than just on spell table mind you spell table is amazing i will never dog it it brought a lot of people together and is still doing it to this day but being in person is a whole other experience oh yeah and you get that you get that feel where everyone's just kind of like even if you're going outside just to hang out with somebody during their smoke break so you could be able to just talk shop have a nice little get together maybe go out to have a bite to eat after doing some games you know just that just that camaraderie you get from actually being in a physical location and Mm -hmm. i have that myself so even with the gear and all the stuff that i have here at the house i still love getting out of my house and going out and being amongst the community i really absolutely it's not so it's a fun time and that's where you know i had the privilege i'm a part of um and this is just a side note to all that, but I, I'm a part of uh, Tabletop Jocks uh, Discord, which it costs money to be on there, but I went kind of the cheap route. It was like three bucks a month, so I just paid for the full year. Boom, get it out of the way. And I got to play with uh, Black Nettle um, nice. a couple weeks ago on Thursday. And if that wasn't just about outside of the play group that I play in, you know, with you and with uh, Air to Phyrexia and Big Country and all these other guys that I've played with. Outside of that, that was probably the most fun I ever had. It was it was a different experience playing with, with different decks that I've never really seen before. Um, and just vibing with those dudes. That's what it is. It's a vibe. That's the best way to express it. It was just, it was fun. We had good conversation. We talked about, you know, in the community... The guys he was with, you know, they were talking about going to uh, MagicCon in Chicago. And I was really jealous. I was like, ah, I'm all the way on the West Coast. But I do have a plan to do something next year, which should be fun. Uh, I'm not going to say nothing, but yeah. Um, hush, hush now. <laughs> yeah, hush, hush now. I don't want to give it away too early. But, uh, you know, it was it was a very enjoyable experience. We played some higher powered decks. The Hive actually got a win against those guys, and it was nice. glorious. I went, I, I did the whole Queen Lava Belly Basil Sliver on them, but before that, I was able, I had Mana Echoes out, I was casting slivers left and right, just creating a whole bunch and searching out. It was, the Hive showed the fuck up, and I loved it. Um, and then I got my ass whooped the next game. <laughs> by by uh, that degenerate new, uh, uh, Whatchamacall, Eldrazi Commander, the one that oh, Cascade yeah. Cascaded. Yeah. Oof, that <laughs> powerful card for especially for Eldrazi. Holy shit. Oh but yeah. um yeah, it was it was a fun time. And you know, that's that's what it's all about. And that's what we all talked about was it's about the gathering. It's not about the the slinging spells. Some people take the game like the, you know, that's that's their thing. I'm just slinging spells. I don't care about interacting with nobody. I'm here to do one goal, and that's to win. And other people, you know, they do it just to... I'm getting away for a few hours, man. That's all I want to do is just relax. I hear that, man. When you have a long work week or other responsibilities, family, uh, bills, everything just starts piling up, 
to such an extent. You need to have something to just blow off some steam. And yep. some people put it into their craft and do Twitch streams or focus on their 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 passions as much as they can. And and some people just go, you know what? Let me grab my decks. Let me just go out to the shop, yep. see if anybody's there, jam out some game. Right. And that's and like, you know... With, you know, way too many models that I can go from, and my ADHD <laughs> kicks in, and it goes to hell. So, I'm, right. I'm not an example. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, it, and that's why they call you the hobbyist, because you, you don't just do one, you do a lot. And I, you know, when you, when you did the name change on your channel and everything, I was like, you know what, that fits him really well. That really does, because you're, you're a hobbyist, and, and it's fullest degree you know you play magic you do warhammer 40k you know you read into the lore you don't just oh i'm gonna play the game i'm gonna paint these minis no 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 no. you've done your history you've done your research i'm like i love the lore when you're talking to some of these people on there there's some people on the app or even just i've met in real life that i am still a novice i am an apprentice to these people (laughs) and I, I will be the first one to do it. But then there got people out there that are naysaying, going like, hey, you're not real this, you're not real that. You know what? I don't really care. You know, that's I'm enjoying my hobby. I'm enjoying my time. And that's exactly. it. Exactly. That's all that matters. That's and, all that freaking matters. And when it comes down to it, you, you just, you, you can't just let that bullshit get into your mind because what what is a hobby in general? It's something that you do for the passage of time that allows you to relax and do something that is a task that you enjoy, whether it be a game, whether it be reading, whether it be watching television, following sports, maybe doing fantasy football, maybe doing a whole bunch of other shit. But regardless of what it is, most things that we take for granted by our standards today would be considered hobbies or specialty hobbies back then. So... The things right. you were getting made fun of when you were a kid, guess what? Yes, they're mainstream now. And now everybody knows that you could do it. And there's not much hate for it anymore. So right. why, as a community, are we going to bring more bullshit like that into it? Just come on. Grow the fuck up. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. And speaking of fantasy football, and, you know, this whole Travis Kelsey, Taylor Swift bullshit oh, that's boy. going on right now. He has not produced for me in about three weeks, and I swear on everything. <laughs> Swifties, Swifties out there, leave the man alone and let him practice. But also let him love her. I don't care. But God, just get a touchdown or two. Anyways. Because oh, okay, don't get me wrong. Like, I, I know uh, people personally that are healthy uh, Taylor Swift fans. And I mean, they, they understand and love Taylor Swift and her songs. And they're planning on go- taking this trip across the pond to, to follow her on the European tour. But yeah. when you talk to them, they don't have that whole like weird mentality that you happen to see a lot more online. So it, it, what I know exactly what you're talking about. I know exactly yeah. where you're going from it. Trust me. I've heard about it. So dude, it just you just gotta relax, woosa. You know it's gonna be okay. Right. You know, right? <laughs> baby, woosa. It's okay. It'll be fun. It'll, it'll be, be all right. He'll be he'll 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 perform again. He'll be okay. I hope, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> Good for him for finding love. God damn it. Damn right. Uh, let's just hope he doesn't become a number one single. You know, because uh, 
I'm sorry. I'm sorry for all the, the Taylor Swift fans, but she does have a track record for making yes. number one albums off of this shit. So, yep. thousand percent truth right there. Uh, you know? I mean, I I can't really talk shit because, you know, Taylor Swift is a fantastic artist. I am just a guy talking here on the mic, here on the internet mm -hmm. with my friends who I bring along and we just talk shit and we talk <laughs> whatever we can. <laughs> You're, you're, you're going to get a message from Taylor Swift being like, so I heard you were talking shit again. Yeah, guess who's the next number one? You. Nope, <laughs> nope, nope. I know exactly, exactly what it's going to be. I'm going to text my buddy. He's going to be like, I heard your episode. You want to talk to right. me about it? And I'm going to be like, uh-oh. <laughs> uh -oh. I, I feel afraid in the next CDH night. I feel very afraid. <laughs> Dave's not going to win a single game. It's going to be very sad. He's going to be crying. The whole bunch of tears. <laughs> I'm sorry. All I want to do is play the game. I just do. Right. I love Taylor Swift. Just let me win. I love it. <laughs> just please let me do the thing. Coward. Damn it. <laughs> I mean, I get that in normal um, games, but you know, I love it. <laughs> I'm a masochist. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> is key for most games. And you know what I've, yeah. I've noticed though? The, to mm -hmm. it's the fact that. In most CDH games, or at least established games that are 100%, hey, we're, we're going in for the kill. Yeah. There, There is more of a healthy line of just camaraderie there than there is in normal Commander, or at least right. from my experience. Oh, no, you, you hit, and I was hoping we were going to get into this, because I, huh, this might... I'm just, you know what? Hot take. Here we go. We're just going to do it. We're going to hop do into it. it. Casual Commander and CEH are obviously different in their own aspects and everything, but I found a healthier community in CEH than I have in Casual Commander. And it's no hate towards casual at all. I'm a filthy casual as it is. You know, I, as me and Air uh, uh, to Phyrexia like to say, we play casual competitive, where it's like, do the stuff and the things, but you don't always have to do the turn one infinite turns like I did in that video, you know, type of thing. Or turn two, hey, I'm swinging for the freaking fences. But it's more of, no, nah, we're turn six, turn seven. You know, try and get some quicker games in. But I've, I've found that there's a lot of salt-inducing cards in casual command. Oh, you played a mana crypt. I can't afford that one. Or, you know, this or that. And that's, mm -hmm. that's why I'm these are valid. Um, yeah. <laughs> is is it, it. don't don't censor yourself. The moment okay. you do that, you're not going to be true to yourself. There's there's super salt in the casual community, and I've had more arguments with casual players than I ever had with CDH players in my fucking life. And amen. And and it's like I said, it's no hate towards the casual community because do your damn thing, but. This is also why the rule zero conversation exists because, hey, you know, I I, I don't really want to play a crazy quick game. Let's just have some fun tonight. I have a pre-con with eight in, eight out. You know, let's just try that tonight. Let's try that for a game. Okay, cool. Yeah, let me grab the deck, this and that. Or what do you, what, what pre-con are you playing with? Now, when you come to the table saying, no, we're playing CDH, I'm going to bring Najila or I'm going to bring Urza or I'm going to bring... Whoever CDH, you know, I'm bringing the first sliver, non-sliver CDH deck, because let's just be honest, the first sliver food chain deck is not a sliver deck. No. But, um, 
you know, you are fully expecting going into that game. I'm going to see some interaction. I'm going to see some wild plays. I'm going to see some uh, uh, stack layering I've never seen before in my life because casual, well, let's be honest, they just really don't go over that too much. Um, and and the steps and the processes, I've learned more about the game from CDH gameplay than I have from casual commander. And both are beautiful in their own aspects, but the rule zero is what do we want to do? What kind of game do we want to play? Okay, let's go from there. I have a deck that's around this. And also, power scaling is a bunch of bullshit. Mm -hmm. Another hot take. Here you go. Oh. It's a seven. It's a seven. <laughs> Everyone and their mom says it's a freaking seven. No. Okay. It, it, and I and I'm terrible at power scaling my decks. I'm like, it does this, 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 and this. What do you think it is? Like, <laughs> no, you know? no. Seriously, I'm 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 glad you touched on that. I'm so happy you touched on that because I'm just going to state this like I stated it over a year ago because yep. everybody, and and I mean everybody, was mm -hmm. going and praying to this list that you can find online of oh, the power level yep. list and that yep. this is the list that you should be following and i was right. the only one who looked at that list and said that is a shitty fucking example of what yep. a list power level is because quite right. honestly power levels are bullshit for a reason yep it's how the deck is synergistic. How it does the deck function? Are you choosing the right hands to be able to go into a game? Does this deck perform? Are you testing your deck? Are you right. doing your due diligence to actually see how well this can perform in a controlled environment before you bring it in to a uncontrollable environment with interaction of other people. And that's the mm -hmm. one thing that I got told left, right, and center. You don't know what you're talking about. This has been the, the one list that has literally fixed all the different problems in our play group. And for all those who have, who have literally sworn by this list, I'm happy that it's worked for you. I'm not going to say right. that my opinion is the opinion. I'm not going to. Because right. if it if it works for you, great. But me personally, my stance on it, that list is the waste of fucking ink. Yep. Or waste of pixels at this fucking point. Because it does mm -hmm. nothing but give people a false impression of how they can be able to build it. Or at least how they can be able to over facade how their deck functions. How we used right. to do it back in the day. Hey. I'm playing this deck. Okay, well, I'm playing this deck. Well, I guess we don't know how they're going to function together. We're just going to have to play it off and see how it goes. One would win, one would lose. Now, yep. you have the introduction of multiple people at the table and more information. Because before, right. we didn't have information. It was just 60-card vintage or 60-card legacy or 60-card standard or type 1 or type 2 if you're old like me. Like, <laughs> you... You didn't get a whole lot of shit. So right. there I'm was right no commander you. that everyone saw. Oh, that's that deck, you know, type of thing. Yeah. It like, was, it was, you were surprised when the first creature or first, you know, little combo came out. Oh, you're playing a burn deck. Great. Or, oh, you're playing that deck. Oh, shit. You're playing slippers. Fuck. I didn't realize that. 
you know, that's, like, yeah, I absolutely agree with you on that. And I didn't mean to cut you off. I apologize. No, 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 dude. Don't, don't feel bad about that. I, I love that you brought this subject up yeah. because it, it, that's just the kind of shit you never would have been able to just remember right. off the bat unless you had an agenda to be able to do it. And this is why I love talking right. with you. Every single conversation we've ever had it's always yep. been just a really good deep conversation it doesn't matter what subject it is we just always seem to vibe and get right on the on the money on it so thank you thank you sir i i've always loved our conversations i still remember staying up till like three in the morning with you and you and me just were playing games back and forth talking about life talking about this talking about that or hey did you see this new anime or anything like that and it, it, I've always had, like I said, really good conversation. and we vibed well since day one, brother, and I appreciate you. I appreciate you too, man. And I really do, uh, you know, thank you again for coming in on this because I'm pretty mm -hmm. sure there's a bunch of people who are listening to this going, how the hell does Dave know Cranium? How does Dave <laughs> know Dan? Like, I get this. So, so if you will oblige my audience yes. who may not know what the fuck how did you find moi and what made you go i'm gonna follow that guy i'm gonna talk to that guy it was when you were doing deck techs and stuff like that on mtg uh, talking yeah. <laughs> you were one of the first ones and and you know it was like you dino des um who else cranko was some of the first ones uh ashley popped up and it just at, oh, fun time nerds! Uh, he was one that popped up real fast, and he, I would watch your deck text, and I'd be like, "Huh?" You know, I was just and and here's a little unknown that people may not know. When I first got onto MTG TikTok a couple years ago, I had never played a day of Commander in my freaking life. I didn't even know how to play. I I knew I knew how to play the game, obviously, not to the fullest extent that I do now, thanks to the community. But um, it was I was basic. I had a three year stint, mind you. The guy that taught me, like I said, he was like, "Oh, you know, just throw cards in the deck and let's play, man." You know, never really fully dove into it deep, and there's no hate towards that guy. But I I never had the opportunity to actually sit down and learn the game and so when i saw your videos pop up i was like huh i can you know i started putting cards together or, oh that synergizes well or ooh that combo or this or that and started looking on like edh rec off of you know certain cards that you said or certain commanders which i've always just used it as a tool of like okay i'm gonna look it up okay these cards this these are cards that go well in this type of deck Ooh, there's a combo i could put in or ooh, there's a combo i can put in that like you know uh for instance my sliver deck i have squee and food chain in there because that's an infinite you know mana producing combo which can pop off with the overlord or you know do anything like that not a sliver whatsoever but it's a good combo and yeah maybe basic I don't really give a damn. It freaking does. It's, <laughs> it's you know, it, it's just like exquisite blood and sanguine bond is a basic infinite combo, and I love infinite combos. And you the more cards a, you uh, gotta do with, you want a little, uh, you you want a little secret tech that you could do to help up your odds on making that uh, combo work more effectively. What's that? Okay, so you already got food chain and squee 
you know, uh, the unkillable, as I like to call him. Right. Because no matter where he is, he's just coming back. But right. you could also add the colorless Eldrazi that you can cast from Exile, as well as Mist Hollow Griffin yep. to yep. the deck. Both of Giving yep. you two more options, plus one card that not many people know about, and it's called Fortell. It's an, uh, yep. <laughs> I, it's from, I believe, Alliances, and it says, go through your deck and search for three cards and exile those cards. Right. It eliminates it from your deck. You don't have to worry about searching for them. You just literally have to slowly work towards getting food chain on the table without any interaction and then just go yep. for broke. Yep. And and see it stuff like that, you know, and I I have food chain and squee, I have filigree sages and chromatic ori in there, you know, for that other infinite uh, mana combo. Uh there's obviously the queen of mana echoes, there's queen basil and lava belly, you know, anything with queen. You, you could sneeze and combo off with queen. But um <laughs> you know, stuff like that and now I'm actually I'm in the process of building two other sliver decks. I'm building a full on copy everything and make as many damn tokens of creatures as you possibly can grave mother deck and then i'm also making a rukurumel slivdrazi deck and that's going to be my rule zero because it does have the slivdrazi monstrosity in there uh, and that's not a real card but i mean so, wizards of the coast <laughs> wizards of the coast if you don't make that damn card real i swear just, just fucking do it <laughs> just do it you know what I'm not <laughs> you know and everyone that said oh it'll never be a real card they they won't print anything with an eye they did they yep. did in the eldrazi precon okay there's another card a new one that has annihilator on itself <laughs> <laughs> but yeah man you know like and a lot of the decks that i have i i try and put at least one or two infinite combos in there, whether it be Devoted Druid and Luxie or uh, Giada's Gift, or whether it be, um, what was the one I just put in this one? God dang it, I'm looking like a rookie right now, but that's okay. While I'm talking, I'll find it. Um, it's in my Rakdos, you know, or whether it be All Will Be One and the uh, the Tyranid, the Terror, I think it's yeah, called, or something yeah, like that. Uh, the Flesh Terror, I believe. It's it's named, yeah. I, could be, I could be wrong, I'm pretty sure there's someone in, on there screaming, it's not that, Dave. You should know what it is. I'm sorry. I have old man brain now, and you're going to have to understand that old man brain is going to win every time. So exactly. just, uh, you know, <laughs> give me a break. Right? Um, give me no. a break. I don't know all 50,000 cards that are in the Magic used, Gathering universe. But there right. are so many more than there used to be, man. Like, you can't just right. keep up with them anymore. So you right. have to use all these different apps and, and resources just to be able to get a, a hold of what the hell you're talking about. But right. That's uh, that's yeah. what it is. It's du dual caster and twin flame. I'm sorry. That oh, was yeah. the, no. the, you know, classic the, little two-card combo. There's also Heat Shimmer. The, you could also use Heat Shimmer as the same thing, too, because it's uh, not like twin flame. Because you don't need a target to be for it, but you can use Heat Shimmer to copy someone else's as the initial target and still use right. the dual caster. So, just in case. Like, like even with the, you know, that, that video that I did with Sundial, the Infinite Isochron Scepter, and uh, why can't I think of it right now? Final Fortune. Final Fortune, that's what it is, yeah. To get the infinite turns, you know, and I, I did that video because I was, like, sitting there thinking... 
I was like, how can you do this turn one? And I was like, well, Jessica's will, obviously, because who doesn't like seven mana off the rip, Goblin players? Um, <laughs> you know, and and then I was like, okay, and if you do, you know, one mountain into a mana crypt, obviously, and then tap the mana crypt, floating one to do this, and then, okay, I got enough mana to do Jessica's will, and then I got seven. Oh, wait, I can do Isochron with that. And then I, oh, and then you can activate Holy shit, that's a turn one. That's a god hand right there, which is in my grave mother deck. Because if I can ever pull that opening hand, I mean, obviously a mental misstep, you know, to the to the soul ring or or any of the free counters where you don't, you know, even though you might lose. Well, it's not you might. You're going to lose with pack negation. There's still ways to stop that turn one. Oh, but, uh, I did actually stop someone's turn one win in a CEDH league match recently. And um, nice. I know they're listening to this episode. So, uh, Cody, this one's for you, bud. Uh, so uh, I'm sitting there and I have a Tivit player. I have a, a, a Thrasios and Timna player. And I have one other player at the table. But, oh, no, it was the Rafine. It was the Sphinx deck. So we had like th nice. uh, three different Esper-esque desk uh decks at the table and one that was more like four color like mine so it was kind of almost like a weird kind of amalgamation but my friend off to the left he draws the nut draw of nut draws for a perfect turn one win and nice. he goes thrasios on turn one demonic consultation and i just go i look down at my hand nope. and i see a demonic consultation in hand and i go you know it'd be a shame if uh, <laughs> I were to just counter that right now, you know what? I'm going to try it. So, Demonic Consultation, turn one, rip off the top four for a force of, uh, sorry, top six for a force of will. Force of will wasn't in the top six. And I keep just turning and turning. And I go through one win, con win condition, second win condition. And then finally, force of will, forcing oh. his spell. And he just sat there. He just slumped, looked at me, and went, why couldn't you let me win? And I said, because sometimes it's not about the winning. It's about sending a message. It's about sending a message. A message. Everything burns. <laughs> Everything's counterable. Oh, yeah. Did we. Oh, my God. We all were laughing about that so hard. And oh, he, he still loves. He, he still loves it. But we we do like he'll he'll pick on me a little bit. We'll when we're talking, he'll just be like, "Of course, I was I only have had like one win out of the whole thing. I was trying to get some points on the field, and I said, yeah, but you gotta earn them, bro. You gotta work <laughs> for it, bro.'" <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but, but Cody, just know I, I love you, bud. I'm sorry that I trolled you that hard, but you, you know it was all out of love and fun. But <laughs> but those kind of those kind of uh, gameplay moments is what I live for because I used to be all about 100% go for the win. Now it's like I just go for the fun, right? Like, yeah, I, I actually I I just built uh, an Azorius Urza Lord Protector deck. Where it's just artifacts and control and stacks. That's that's the whole name of the game. I have yet to be able to meld Urza with the Might and Weak Stone, ah. but it will happen one day, and I just cannot wait for that chaos to ensue. But it it's packed with I think right now fourteen counter spells, fourteen different ones, something like that. 
Those like are I, I had a game. You're going to have to pump those numbers up. All right. We need at well, least 20, 22. So I played with air. Uh, this'll, this'll be like one of the final stories that I tell. But, of course. Um, we were playing, it was me, air to Phyrexia and a guy that exists, you know, the guy that how to break the game, that guy. Mm-hmm. And, um, it was just nonstop. Nope. Can't do it. This and uh, Air to Phyrexia was playing Imodane, and he had his win combo in hand, right? Well, I had a little card called Smothering Tide out, and I was just making token or uh, treasures left and right. And he it. didn't like that too much. So he played a spell, I cannot remember the name, and forgive me for people for not remembering it, but it was Destroy Target Enchantment. That player uh, reveals cards off the top of their library until they find a card um, of the same type, which would be an enchantment, right? Well, Imodane is all about slinging spells and doing direct damage when you target a single creature, right? And he just had this, I forget what the combo was, but he could have unalived the whole table. He could have killed everybody. And he did that. And the very next card, Deafening Silence, which just crippled his entire... Oh. His entire win right there, and I was like, "Yeah, wasn't so bad." I was making treasures, huh? Now you can only play one spell, and all of us can. So thank you. <laughs> and and that's just what Urza is all about. It's like I'm. It's a mother may I deck. Like, <laughs> in fact, I'm I'm getting that card. Uh, didn't say please, and I'm putting it in there oh, just for that's... shit to beat. That is beautiful. I love that. I can't wait for the next time we get to play. Oh, yeah. I, I want to show you some stuff I've been doing with Atraxa. I got like three different Atraxa decks currently. Um, one is what I call the money deck. It literally is holding yeah. all the money cards in it. The second beautiful. one is what I bring out in public, which is called uh, Havsies. So it's half proxies, half full on cards. Um, nice. Then I have the actual, like, non-CDH, no power artifacts, no nothing. Just use, use what you can from the basic piles of cards that you can find of a Magic nice. deck. Mostly ETB and Blink. And there's, one, and there's one that I had made for, uh, for after CDH League was done. I wanted to immortalize the deck that I played in that league so i went ahead and i made a 100 percent card for card proxy deck nice. of it so it's coming in the mail and it should be here in a couple of weeks but that's yeah yeah so at some point got some nice little art doing some little hollow foiling on it so at some point hopefully you can be able to uh appreciate my hard hard money being spent i mean hard work of me going <laughs> and toiling and building <laughs> I still remember when I played my Atraxa and then I we were playing with fun times and then you were like, you know, fuck this, I'm playing Atraxa next. <laughs> <laughs> well, that I was wanted, a beautiful game. I wanted, I wanted so badly to just be like, all right, let me play my Atraxa. Oh, he's playing his Atraxa. Okay, that'd be kind of kind of odd just having two people with the same deck and then right. during said game, fuck, I should have played it. <laughs> Right, dude. I, I had a I had a full on pod of just attracts a grand unifier decks, and it was like <laughs> pure chaos. But it was it was beautiful chaos at the same time because mine's different because I have all the praetors and I utilize the realm breaker to bring them all out and just hear sweet sweet silence and and <sighs> from the table every time it happens when I'm able to crack realm breaker and just bring them you know 
the Shieldreds and the Elesh Norns and the Vorinclexes and the, you know, just the, oh, the Jin Kataxes, especially. <laughs> it's just like, fuck you, Cranium. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, considering how late it is, and for those of you who are listening to this, it is currently one twenty-seven in the morning out here in the East Coast, but out there, out in the way west, it is 12.30, right? Uh, no, it is 10.30, actually. Oh, sure. See, see, this is how Dave can't do math when he's tired, and uh, he needs <laughs> special friends to help him with that, so thank you. Uh <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> this is why we don't cut most of our episodes anymore because we just rather go with the stupid shit and have fun with it. But right. I know you got to get to bed because I'm sure that you got to get up and take care of responsibilities and be a good, yeah, sure. good adult like the rest of us. But mm-hmm. I do want to thank you once again for, even though it would be a short episode, to have you on here once again. I Absolutely. would be honored if you would have the time to be able to do so. I love talking with you. I'm pretty sure yeah. from what everybody has heard from you, they they know we're having a good time, and hopefully they had a good time listening to us. So for those of the uh, them out there in the internets, in the webs, listening to this, where can they find you? Uh, they can find me on TikTok as MTG Cranium 707. Um, also on Instagram, MTG 707. I don't post as much over there, but I do post. Uh, I pretty much just copycat what I do on TikTok and put it over there for Instagram to see. Um, and eventually down the line, yeah, there will be a YouTube with me and Air Phyrexia. Um, so be on the lookout for that in the next year. And honestly, would love to have you probably as our first, you know, guest on there. I know, I know Kyle, he's all, he loves playing with you and loves interacting with you as well. Oh, Kyle's so, a good dude. I just yeah. wish we could be able to hang out more. But if it means right. being able to hang out with the both of you on the one of the very first episodes, if not the first episode, oh, count me in right there. Absolutely. Automatically Absolutely. subscribing. Oh, yeah. It's going to be we, – we haven't come up with a name, but it's pretty much going to be the completed hive because, you know, he's the heir to Phyrexia and I'm the king of slivers, quote-unquote, which was given to me by – mtg baron which i you know if he ever hears this podcast uh thank you for bringing that persona to life by commenting that one time that's where the true king of the slivers came from was he commented and i did a video on it and i was like you know fuck it i'm gonna go with it (laughs) all right now that we've blown everybody's eardrums out thank you so much for joining us thank you for every single one of you who has decided to listen to this podcast, if you have a subject or a topic or someone that you think I should be talking to on this podcast, go ahead, drop me a suggestion on my TikTok page at Dave the Hobbyist. And it's literally one of the first pinned videos you could be able to find. It's called the podcast suggestion video. Go in there, make a comment. Or if you can't find me on there and just, you know, TikTok's out your thing, why not? send me an email it's dave the hobbyist that's dave period the period hobbyist at gmail.com you can easily find me there i've been checking it every single week 